This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Newsom adds to workers' comp. Reclamation fires shots at state water plan. And pear farmers against growth regulator. Newsom extends workers' comp for COVID. Employees who test positive for COVID-19 can now receive workers' compensation benefits without having to prove the infection took place on the job. The employee is just required to have worked at some point within the previous two weeks. And announcing the order yesterday, Governor Newsom also shared that employers will have an opportunity to contest each assessment but under strict criteria. That clause came in response to heavy opposition from a coalition of business groups that included the California Farm Bureau, Western Growers, and the Western Agriculture Processors Association. People are very passionate in this space in terms of what they want to see, he said in his daily press briefing. But this executive order will narrow the frame and at least provide some certainty of relief on this presumption. The California Federation of Labor was behind the original policy proposal. The policy will expire in 60 days and covers cases going back to March 19th, the day Newsom issued his stay-at-home order. The disability payments begin only after the employee uses all other state or federal sick leave benefits. Keep in mind... Some insurers have already dropped a requirement that essential workers must prove they contracted COVID-19 on the job. Reckless and harmful. Head of Reclamation opposes Newsom's water plan. In the latest declaration of war in California's escalating water battle, Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner Brenda Berman sent a letter to California Senator Dianne Feinstein yesterday opposing the state's decision to part ways on a coordinated Delta pumping plan. Berman said the new state water project plan for operations, quote, recklessly ignored new scientific understanding, while the Newsom administration chose to, quote, embrace the tactics of litigious interest groups. Berman added that Reclamation will instead work with the Central Valley Project's farmers and water contractors on implementing the Trump administration's new biological opinions. Pear farmers denounce growth regulator. The California Pear Commission yesterday came out against the anti-ripening treatment 1MCP. The farmers pledged not to use the product arguing it creates a disappointing experience for consumers. Which would you like to have? A fresh Bartlett pear that has been allowed to ripen as nature intended, or one that's been treated to last for months in storage and may never ripen? That Richard Elliott of Stillwater Orchards in a statement. Beth Mitchum, who directs post-harvest research at UC Davis, found the treatment can, quote, take as long as three weeks to ripen, and in fact, they may never get soft and juicy. Chris Zanboni, executive director of the California Pear Advisory Board, recommended consumers instead just put the pears in the fridge when they're ripe. Key lawmakers press Treasury to reverse PPP policy. Leaders of congressional tax writing committees are pushing the IRS to reverse its policy, denying the deductibility of expenses covered by the Paycheck Protection Program loans. 
the Republican chairman and ranking Democrat of the Senate Finance Committee, the Democratic chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, say the IRS policy goes against the intent of Congress. The IRS policy, quote, means that whatever income a small business is able to produce will be taxed on a gross basis to the extent of the loan forgiveness, leaving substantially less after-tax capital for the swift economic recovery we hope is on the horizon, the lawmakers say in a letter to Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. Now, notably absent from the letter was Kevin Brady, the ranking Republican on Ways and Means. Lawmaker Dr. Fears for Rural Hospitals. A doctor who serves on the House Agriculture Committee fears a second wave of COVID-19 will be a disaster in health care providers in rural America. I think this next wave is going to hit rural America really hard. That Representative Kim Schreier, a Washington Democrat, speaking with AgriPulse. These are towns with maybe medical clinics and a very few hospitals. Schreier also said she expects to start seeing outbreaks occurring with H2A farm workers. Pompeo hammers China on COVID-19. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo laid into China yesterday, blaming it for the spread of COVID-19 to the U.S. and around the world. Pompeo's tirade during a press conference follows close on the heels of President Donald Trump's threats to punish China for either purposefully or accidentally releasing the coronavirus from the Wuhan laboratory. Pompeo said China saw then that it had an emerging public health crisis on its hands. They knew China could have prevented the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people worldwide. China could have spared the world a descent into global economic malaise. They had a choice. But instead, China covered up the outbreak in Wuhan. The continued onslaught against China could have repercussions for the U.S. ag sector, which is counting on the recent trade agreement between the two countries to bolster U.S. exports of everything from soybeans to oranges. On meatpacking, we've turned the corner. The Trump administration is expressing confidence that the worst of the meatpacking disruptions is behind us. At a meeting in the awful office yesterday, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue predicted packing plants would be fully operational within 10 days. I think we've turned the corner, he said. You can read the full story at agripulse.com. Here's today's She Said It. I don't feel like agriculture got enough of the last bill, and I really hope we can do better. We have very rightly focused on small businesses, which are the backbone of our economy. But if a farm goes under, we lose a really important resource from our country. That Representative Kim Schreier, the Washington Democrat, on the need for additional farm payments beyond the money authorized in the CARES Act. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, May 7th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news from Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.